Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you ready for truly hydrated skin? Meet Hyaluronic Body Serum, a breakthrough in body care from Osea. It's clinically proven to instantly increase hydration by 161%. Their lightweight, fast-absorbing serum delivers 24 hours of nonstop hydration for silky, smooth skin without the sticky afterfeel. Osea's latest innovation combines the magic of their best-selling Hyaluronic Sea Serum with a new formula that's good for the whole body and five types of hyaluronic acid to target every layer of the skin. Osea is a women-founded, women-led brand that's been crafting seaweed-powered products for nearly 30 years. The best part? Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code SUMMER at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code SUMMER. 
And a reminder to you, the C103 summer getaway is uh, coming uh, soon. We're going to we're planning on sending people uh, to uh, three amazing holidays. We've got Salou, we've got Lanzarote, we've got Mallorca. Uh, we uh, and you're listening out for the C103's summer sunshine song uh, for your chance uh, to uh, win. And we'll tell you more about those songs from next Monday. So make sure you're tuned our way uh, for that. Okay, John Paul's taking your calls at 08. 1-8-103-103. Now, last month, the Department of Education warned that it was anticipating significant challenges in areas across the country in ensuring sufficient school places were available for September 2023, particularly a post-primary level. And then only last week we heard how 26 pupils in Limerick were left without an offer of a second level school place for next September. So to discuss the situation locally, I'm joined by from West Cork by Fianna Fáil Dáil Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan and also I'll be chatting in a moment from East Cork by Fine Gael councillor uh, Anthony Barry but uh, Christopher O'Sullivan joins me first. Good morning to you Christopher. Hey Patricia. Now uh, let me start with uh, Clonakilty. Now there was a problem trying to get into first year in Clonakilty Community College but I believe it's been sorted. I think it was 14 boys. Yeah there was uh, 14 uh, students uh, all boys looking to get into the community college in uh, Clonakilty. Thankfully and in most Pay great credit to uh, the principal, brand new principal in, in uh, the community college there, Tommy Brown, um, and the staff there, and of course the board of management. Who yesterday they approved the um, enrolment of those fourteen students who are on the waiting list for for September next year. That's a great result. Um, obviously, the parents, the guardians, the students themselves went through a bit of anxiety, wondering whether they'll have a place or not. Uh, the difficulty in Clonakilty, of course, is that. The community college is a co-ed school, so mm-hmm. the boys and girls, the content itself is uh, single-ed, girls only, so um, that, that creates a difficulty. So while there may have been perhaps spaces in the, uh, in the, in the secondary school in the convent, um, boys wouldn't have been able to avail of those, of those places, so that, that's where the conundrum was. But they found extra capacity. What we really need to do now is ensure uh, that going forward, Clannacilty has an expanding population. It's going to go from about 4,500 to over well over 6,000 by 2028 is the projection of the increase in population. Clearly, we need a plan to ensure that this doesn't happen again. So, well, what do you, does it need another school? Well, it, it doesn't help, I suppose, to go back in time, but I would, you know, if I was involved in the process many years ago, I would love to have seen a, a community school built in Clannacilty, like the, what they have done in, for example, in Skibbereen, where they have a fantastic community school there. If one and done Manway, uh, the model is replicated right throughout the county. Um, the horse is bolted in Clannacilty, unfortunately, when it comes to that. Uh, there's been a, a 12 million euro project in the community uh, college uh, that has increased capacity by 50. That's clearly not enough, as we've just found out this year. Um, and also, in terms of the convent, um, uh, uh, funding has been approved for a multi million euro project to uh, refurbish uh, and renovate the old convent there, and that will increase capacity within the convent. Um, but you're still going to have the issue where uh, male students in particular are going to find it difficult. So what I've done is um, a, a meeting has been secured with Minister Norma Foley and department officials to look at how the community college can look towards expanding their facilities. I know it's something that the principal is interested in. They'll have to work with the ETB. The school is an ETB school. And there is land out the back of the community college that is zoned for educational purposes. I would hope to see that that would be acquired and would expand the school. But that's not going to have, happen overnight. 2028 isn't that, isn't that far away, so we need to start the ball rolling now in terms of increased capacity. 
definitely. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we, we need to. For this, yeah, so. we need to plan so. for the future for sure. Has there ever been any talk of the conference becoming co-ed? Do you know what, Patricia? I actually attended the conference myself. Uh, listeners might be uh, surprised to, okay, <laughs> to hear. Okay, explain that. Uh, yeah, so many uh, many years ago, when I when I did my uh, original leave research in 2001, um, there was a group of us, and uh, we all had this obsession that we'd, we'd go to the conference one day. So we actually ended up uh, repeating. There's about 10 or 12 of us. We repeated our leaving cert, and at that time, the convent was the only school to uh, offer a repeat leaving cert. We all repeated. I might have that I... I did much much better in my second effort at the leaving cert, but so there was um there there was a time when they offered repeat uh, uh classes for for boys. There was also a time when they did things like art. They did things like music for the male students on the community college. But as far as I'm aware, all that has, has ended. So there was a time when there was um a door opened. We've seen what happened what's happened in, in the convent in Bandon, for example, which is now co-ed. So perhaps that's a discussion that needs to happen as well. Yeah, but but you know I'm delighted for the 14 boys that they have finally had uh, been offered a, a place. But as you say, they've been they've been months now, haven't they? Thinking that they don't have a school place, not knowing where they were going in September. It's that kind of stress level. That's not fair. Yeah, and I said it was particularly escalated in Clannacilty because. You know, if I gave Bandon as an example there. They've they've got a, a great selection of secondary schools there uh, that are available. You know, you say both both Tim Brogan's and the convent, for example, are, are, are co-ed, just as two examples. In this instance, they had no other option. So I can mm. imagine parents who are obviously settling in Clannacilty, you know, living in Clannacilty, the only alternative is that you, you go to Bandon, you go to Ross Carberry or, you know, somewhere that's uh, a, a good way away. So... Stress levels were, were high. We need to avoid that in the future. And um, that's why, look, in, in terms of creation of extra capacity, I must, Minister Norm Foley hasn't been found wanting. We've had, you know, she's managed through, I think, really good work with her in the department to find accom- uh, accommodation and extra places for 15,000 Ukrainian students. And that's welcome. And I, I must say that, that that's an, an unbelievable effort on behalf of the schools, the communities and the department to do that. Um, but going forward, you know, we have population surges in, in certain towns, so there needs to be a strategic plan. There's, there's a €10 billion Euro education budget there. Um, you know, I, I know myself that particularly with primary schools, they've been very successful in applying for additional accommodation. There's extra special needs classrooms being built, there's extra uh, classrooms being built, toilet facilities, etc. Uh, right dotted throughout the, the county. Um, we need to see more of that in secondary schools. Yeah, primary schools have really stepped up to the mark, particularly when it comes to special ed. Stay there because I want to bring go to East Cork and bring in uh, Councillor Anthony uh, Barry. Uh, good morning, Anthony. Good morning, Patricia. Okay, what's the situation with secondary school places in your area? I suppose this year doesn't seem to be as problematic as it has been for the last few years, um, and that could be just you know a blip uh, which you would often get. Um, be, having spoken to some people, there is still issues with um, parents taking up two and three offers for the two or three different schools, which I think is a, is a serious issue. Uh, I know that was a, a serious problem for the last couple of years, but we had a situation where you know you you did eventually get spaces, but Patricia, it was a nightmare for parents and the trauma for the students themselves that were involved in this, not knowing where or if. They had a space uh, in September for their kids. So, like, I mean, it, it just can't go on. And I think the problem we have in East Cork is that, look, obviously, Carrytool, Middleton area in particular, because of the railway line, has been identified for huge population growth over the next um, over the next number of years. So there is going to be a continual demand for school places in Carrytool and Middleton. 
And I think we're probably in primary level, we're probably okay. I mean, the largest school campus uh, that has ever been built in the state is being built in Carrick Tool at present, uh, two primary schools and a secondary school. But to give you an idea of how long this process takes, when Carrick Tool Community College was first put in temporary accommodation up on the Ballyfeedy site, you may know where it is. I do, yeah. Um, yeah, that was put in there. They were promised that by junior stuff, they'd be into a new building. Yeah. Those students did leaving stuff last year. They're gone. And they're gone, and the building still isn't open, albeit it hopefully will be open for next Christmas. But the point I'm making, if that, if this happens again, and it takes 10, 12 years to actually go through this process, we should be identifying the site now, and the sites are there, but identifying them and get this in process. I know Educate Together, uh, the grouping with Educate Together, are definitely looking for a post-primary campus in the Carrickville Middleton area, as they have a primary school already, you know. Yeah, because when that when as hopefully fingers crossed by next Christmas the, that Carrick Tool uh, Community College, I think it's it's a thousand places. But you're you're reckoning that that may not even be enough. Well, that's uh, as good as full at the moment. The minute that'll open, it, it'll be it'll be as good as full. Um, and like what my worry is, and I and I think it's perfectly reasonable because of the shortage of places. A lot they, in the temporary accommodation they took in uh, extra streams over the last couple of years take pressure off of uh, the other East Cork areas, i.e. back down towards Middleton and, and back down towards a headache line. So a lot of those children will have siblings, will have automatic access to the school. Mm-hmm. So you could actually find yourself in a position where uh, boys in particular, as we have a, a, an all-girls school, uh, that are getting a, a big extension from the department as well. But boys in particular could find themselves in County too, having to go to Middleton or even further afield and kids from further field coming into Cary too so talk about sustainability doesn't make much sense to me you know yeah and there can be huge problems for parents then if siblings are in different schools um, Anthony would drop off in collection that can be an absolute nightmare oh it has and I mean we have pre-primary schools and different opening times and and different closing times and and it it does definitely cause issues on traffic congestion I suppose we are lucky for this new campus is it's slap bang right in the middle of our community and all the housing will be around it which is unusual really because you find that in a lot of places the schools are built on the periphery of the town so everybody has to drive there or get delivered there in some way uh, whereas we're lucky that way but however I think you know that if, if the nature there are over between Carrickville and Middleton I think at the moment there are about 1600 uh, housing applications going in the planning process either with ABP or with Cork County Council and like this is where th- that area is going driven by the railway line so we need to plan and like schools are just one part of it. There's a lot more social infrastructure that needs to be delivered for this area as well, you know. Yeah. And just go back to one of your original points and the and the problems that it can cause. And it's not <coughs> just caused here in Cork. I've, I've seen this reflected all over the country. This notion of parents accepting and applying for two or three different schools for their children and accepting two or three different uh, places. How do we get around that and stop that happening? Well, I mean, the obvious thing is that the principal's you either pay a fee and it's refunded when your child takes up the, the place and you lose it. Um, if they don't. If you don't. Yeah. Um, but I know principals that have tried to contact parents and they're just not getting a response. Um, and I suppose their their baby is deciding, you know, which school do I want to go to? Which school would I prefer? I have a choice of two or three schools. And it's grossly unfair. Um, on the other students that are looking, crying out, looking for a place. And it's very unfair to the principals and the actual schools themselves that are trying to plan. Mm. But it is happening, Patricia, and it's happening 
Yeah, so, and it's an it's a nationwide issue, and it's just really unfair on those students then that are waiting without any school uh, uh, place. And then, of course, if a school has a good reputation, uh, pupils will travel from outside areas to attend that school. Does that then affect local children who can't get a place? Of course it does. I mean, it is. And some schools would like to take the better students um, because, unfortunately, uh, a lot of schools are measured now by uh, how the level the level of college um, applicants come from it and what courses they take up, which I think is grossly unfair because it, it gives a very skewed, uh, one-dimensional aspect to a, a school's potential and how they deliver students. All of us, Patricia, have looked back and you look back at when you went to school there as well. How many students actually go out and end up in college and continue in the same field that they started over their primary degree? It changes. Mm. So, I mean, definitely schools with a more holistic approach should be looked at. But there is that, um, I suppose, issue where schools are, are weighted on how the kids go to uh, the students end up in college and what course they're taking up. And I think that's grossly unfair. But we still have to get back to this idea that it's totally unacceptable that uh, parents are taking up two and three spaces. Yeah, and yeah. And let me ju- just, no one in a few weeks just let me ask, Christopher, is that a problem in, in West Cork, uh, Christopher, with people with parents holding two and three slots? No, it, it's not. No. A, I guess that, that that would be more of an issue unique to, to where Anthony is there. Uh, but it, look, I can understand um, parents um, and children applying to maybe applying to two or three different schools. We see that all the time. But to actually be offered places then and hold on to them last minute um, at the disadvantage of other students, that's absolutely not good. That, that needs to be cracked down upon. And you know, whether that needs to be looked at from a national level in terms of that approach, that, that's, uh, that's very surprising here. But thankfully, it's, it's, uh, it's not an issue. Uh, not an issue though. Here, you, know, you do have the issue where, as Anthony was speaking about, there's certain schools with certain reputation. Maybe they excel in academia or maybe they excel in, in trades or, or IT or technology. And you have it, it might be a perfect suit for uh, a certain student, but perhaps they're not from the feeder school. Perhaps they don't have a relative in the school. I mean, and I feel that that approach needs to be perhaps looked at because there might be a school that's a perfect fit for a student, but because they're maybe in the third feeder school or because they didn't have a brother or sister who attended before, they're they're discommoded. Um, there has to be some type of rationale. I get that, but. Um, no, they, that, that, I think that whole approach needs to be looked at. Okay, okay. And then just uh, finally, can parents take comfort from the Department of Education uh, saying that uh, the that the, they're expecting that the decline, certainly for secondary school, is going to be, it's going to decline gradually from next year and that we shouldn't have the problems like what you had, Christopher, in Clonakilty this year? Well, the sounds of it, not, not, in, not in Anthony's area there where he's based in the own school in that area are not, not certainly not down here in, in Clonakilty where as I said to you there at the outset, the population now is 4,602 exactly. Yeah. It's expected to rise to 6,383. That's worth just by 2028. So we're definitely going to, they're definitely, whatever happens in other areas, and perhaps they're referring to the city and it, because Limerick has been such a, 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 it's been so difficult in Limerick. But certainly in Clannacilty, the, the issue around capacity is going to stay. Yeah, and, and, and Anthony, I'm sure you would agree it's all well and good for the department to say based on the numbers, say, that are in fourth and fifth class at the moment, oh, we should be fine for the next couple of years. But that's not factoring in new people moving into an area. Uh, sure, Patricia, in, in an area like East Cork, that's just simply ridiculous. They should be looking at what the plan projection population growth plans are yeah. for a specific area. And this is what frustrates me. I really don't see the relevant bodies like the HSE, the Department of Education, uh, TUSLA, the, the local authority, 
how many times did they actually sit down and make these plans together looking forward? Because I, I know for a fact, since I've gone into the council, um, it frustrates me that the relevant state bodies don't actually sit down around the table and make those plans. Because, you know, if that happened, uh, I know that there would be a lot of other facilities going into areas where you have this huge population growth as well. Yeah. OK, listen, Anthony, thank you for that. And uh, thanks for joining us on the programme. That's uh, East Cork, uh, Fine Gael Councillor Anthony Barry. And Christopher, just before I let you go, I can see we're getting a lot of calls and commentary in about uh, your former party leader, Bertie Ahern, being welcomed back into the Fianna Fáil party. Do you think it's a good move for the party? Well, Patricia... We, we need every member we can get, I suppose, to put it that way. Um, I was thinking maybe I'd send a membership package out to yourself and John Paul there. We might try to, to <laughs> We're not to allowed. We're not allowed. We're not. <laughs> yeah, we're not. But do you think, think it'd be good? We, I mean, we're certainly getting a lot of uh, people very happy, lifelong Fianna Fáil members, I have to say, who are declaring as lifelong Fianna Fáil members, very happy. But so many people citing the work, you know, we can never forget the work that Bertie Ahern and his outstanding contribution to the peace process. Possible contender on the Fianna Fáil ticket for Orson Uthron for 2025? He might have a bit of rivalry there, Patricia. You know, we don't know the, the, the Taoiseach's intentions yet either. I mean, there could, outside the Connacht, I should say, the, the, the current leader, Michal Martin, there could be a bit of a... Uh, the, the, there could be um, competition there. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. I couldn't, I couldn't say it's it not that far away. Listen, Christopher, we leave it there. Thank you for that and thanks for joining Thank us you. on the programme. Uh, good morning to you. That is West Cork. Uh, Fianna Fáil Dáil Deputy Christopher O'Sullivan 0818 103 103 Lines open Court today on C103 With Corrigan Insurance's McCroom Now part of McCarthy Insurance Group They don't just talk the talk They walk the walk CMIG.ie Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. 
Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.